Hey guys, this is Andrew from Chef's Talking Chop. I uh, have a couple things that I want to go over to that I want to go over with you guys today. So this should be just a, a brief little update on what we have going on. As said before, I want this podcast to be primarily an interview-based podcast where we interview some local personalities to see what what is really going on behind the scenes and see what really makes some of these people tick. You know, I want to share their success their successes as well as their failures. These are these are the bumps and the bruises, you know, the peaks and valleys, so to speak, of what really make a successful person or a good person, you know, what they are. So diving right into that, uh, my first season, I have a couple people who've been kind enough to commit to being guests on my show and they, you know, buy into to what we're trying to do here and they have some good techniques that they would like to share with us and trying to make, you know, your life easier in, in the kitchen. That way, you know, you can stay fed, you can be happy, you know, keep your family happy. A full, a full belly is definitely a, a calmer mind. So with that being said, I have a uh, cast winery with uh, a chef, Mike out there. He's been kind enough to, to say he'd like to be on my first season. I also have The Hatch in downtown Paso Robles with uh, a chef, Corey. Bistro Laurent, who is also downtown Paso Robles with Chef Laurent. And then I have uh, Allegretto with their restaurant, and that's going to be Chef Justin. I have a, a couple smaller interviews where we're probably not going to do the cooking aspect of it and that's the you know neighborhood juice and acai bar and that is they have two locations uh, i'm going to be with chris who's the owner operator they have a pastorables location and a san luis obispo location some people that we are in the in talks with our, uh, you know, J&R Meats, I'm trying to get them on. We're, we're trying to make our schedules line up to where we can get, you know, on the same page to where it works well for what they have going on because they're pretty busy and I want to show some some love to, to the local, you know, to the local butchers and show some people where they can come and get some really good cuts of meat, some really nice ground stuff and so on and so forth. I also am, I know that some of you guys saw my post yesterday in regards to meeting with Chef Rachel. I kind of messed that up on my Instagram story. Sorry about that. Uh, and there's just a couple logistic things that we're, we're trying to work out, but I am in good hopes that I can hopefully get her on. If not this first season, then maybe we'll swing back around and, and get her in on the second time. So those have been my uh, my updates that I have for for this Wednesday, you know, this hump day, the thing to to try to help us get us all through this week. With uh, Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas, you know, we're we're kind of getting towards the the end of the year. I know, I know, 
everybody's going to say the same thing. I can't believe it's going by so fast and uh, da, 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 but you know, same thing every year, you know, Turkey day comes, then Christmas, then new year's, then boom, Super Bowl, and you're right back at it. So with that being said, you know, there's been a couple online articles released, uh, in regards to, you know, food trends and, I think uh, off the top of my head, Whole Foods released one where they, they're saying what they think is going to be the next trending items in 2020. Uh, Yelp recently released their 15th anniversary, so they have uh, a, a list of you know trending topics and what people search for and so on and so forth. It shows everything from the rise and fall of, well, not I guess not fall, but the rise of you know, acai bowls and how many how often somebody's searching for Mexican food or, you know, everything down to, to authentic Taiwanese foot rubs, you know, I guess you can apparently find everything on there. Uh, it was right next to it. It was like Prius, Thai foot rubs. I was like, huh, you know, I guess they're kind of close together in the, in the alphabet, so to speak. So one of the trends, you know, that's, that's apparently going to be coming up is, rethinking, you know, kids menus, which is something that, that I can totally get behind because I don't know how it was for you guys, but just thinking back on my, on my school lunch, you know, obviously that was, that was the best period of, you know, pre, actually, you know, all throughout school. I mean, with the exception of like kindergarten and first grade, when you're going in there and you're just kind of taking naps throughout the whole time, like who's, who's complaining about that at all? So then you get over to lunch and that's when, you know, you get to kick it with your friends, see, see what's going on, who's boning who and what all the new, the new commotions about. So then just thinking back on like my school lunch, my elementary school, like what were these people even doing? Do you remember they would just like have a random cheese pizza day? Like the lady, like, is that like the day when the lunch lady would like come in hungover. And so they just had a bunch of frozen pizzas. Like they didn't even try anything, you know, back then I don't, I probably wouldn't have appreciated some fresh basil on top of my pizza, but you know, now I, that's, that's probably what I'd go for. So being a kid, you know, pizza day, I, 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 you know, definitely loved it. That was probably the lunch lady's version of, of showing a movie in class because, you know, I don't know who it was, but somebody had a funny joke about, talking to a teacher and them saying something about, you know, playing movies on, on the days that, that they're hung over. So I guess, I don't know if I'm putting anybody's secrets out there, but apparently that's what, that's what teachers do when they come in hung over. That's what movie day is about. You're like, what does Jurassic Park have to do with, have to do with math? You know, yesterday we were, we were learning our times tables. I just barely got the fives down. And now you're over here showing me Harrison Ford and in, in Jurassic Park and stuff. So, pizza day, kids menu, and then I don't know about your guys' school, but I remember my school used to give us like these peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, where like, where one side of it was white and the other side was wheat. Like, what were they doing with that? They were like, you know, kids, most kids probably back then, especially, didn't like wheat bread, so they thought that they would just half and half it. Like, what were you supposed to do? Were they like teaching us to trade? Go out and find somebody who who really loves wheat and trade him your wheat half for your white half. And that way you'd have a complete sandwich. But then I feel like you would do that. And then some kids would be stuck with just that, 
that like double jelly hitter, you know, that, that like, that like grand slam, witch of fucking just jelly on jelly. And he's going back, back to class with an insulin spike. And no wonder he's taking a nap. You know, he had to, he had to trade his bread. He probably, you know, couldn't get down on the white bread with all the, the bleached flour in there. So the only thing he could do was trade it for some wheat and he traded it for wheat. And unfortunately it was, majority jelly and now he's getting sent to the principal's office because he's on a blood sugar spike and he's going to sleep also i remember bean and cheese burritos i swear they were just like taco bell burritos they would come in the wax paper and stuff and then there was you know nachos that was a day like how was nachos even a lunch like who who's even approving these things and then they went through this crazy this crazy phase where they're just giving us milk in a bag like too many kids were there was there must have been some like gang violence or something and they were making making shanks out of out of the the milk and like that was out of the cartons you know or people people were loading up the cartons with food and bringing it back to class and they just they just couldn't deal so milk in a bag that was weird it would come with straws and stuff it felt very it felt very maternal you know it felt very like back in the Back in the womb type, you were like nursing again, you know, drinking milk out of the bag. Another thing that I saw online were these, you know, mocktails, which we have, we've been seeing, you know, for a while. That's been that's been on the uptick for the past couple of years, if you've been paying attention. Uh, but now I guess some, a lot of places are doing mocktail happy hours. And, I mean, in my mind, that's just, that's just like uh, Kool-Aid's older brother. You know, people want to have some nice... Some nice cardamom and some flaming, you know, jalapenos on top of their on top of their mixed drink. You know, why Kool Aid and freaking Tang need to come back out and like step their game up. All these people with the you know the little instant packets in the water bottle, they're just stuck on lemonade and fucking fruit punch. When you know the the people have obviously spoken that they want to fucking you know something with. With goddamn pineapple and artificial turf in there, you know, some cedar wood and just some they, they want they want some love in their goddamn Kool-Aid. So, you know, that fucking fat guy who's jumping in through the through the wall just needs to kind of step his game up and start doing some better stuff. You know, you're mixing sugar and cherries and and we want you know, we want a fresh fresh pit hit of like that Serrano hitter in our goddamn Kool-Aid. Uh, another thing that's that's coming up is everything butters and spreads like they're they're making you know spreads out of all these plant-based you know things they're they're trying to come up on on the avocado toast types so i've seen some like watermelon seed spreads and i mean obviously hummus is is there with the garbanzo beans but they're trying to make all these fake butters out of out of stuff and you know, it could be a way to go. Keto's keto's big. I just don't know how how watermelon seeds gonna have some some fat in there. Maybe maybe they just make a banana spread. You know, they just mash the bananas and and spread that out on on some toast. Now you got that sweet little hitter. Maybe put some cinnamon on there. I could probably I could probably envision it. Uh, another thing that we're doing a lot. At least that they're starting to do. I mean, I'm sure you've seen, you know, this the Impossible Burger. Uh, they've been around for for a little bit of time, but now they have a an uptick in an uptick in in you know 
how visible they are with uh, Carl's Jr. coming out. I think it's them, right? Yeah, Carl's Jr. coming out with their like Impossible Burger, and I have people. I know I've heard people talk about it, like, oh, you know, I'm I'm trying to eat healthier, but you know, I still feel sick. And I'm like, oh man, what'd you have for dinner last night? I'm like, oh, I had this Impossible Burger. I'm like, cool. And they're like, yeah, I got the large combo with the fries. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, you're not gonna you're gonna rework this whole fucking fast food game by just by just eating a beet based burger. Like you gotta you gotta cut that out. I mean, one of these fast food chains has gotta have the the bright idea to to step up and start serving. Why why are they not serving anything keto on their menus? Like, I mean, even like just because they don't want to be trendy, they want to stay in their own lane, but I mean, if somebody had had that keto hitter and it, uh, and it just s- displayed on there how it was 30 grams of fat and only two grams net carbs, you know, like they, that would – I think that would sell, especially for people who aren't even, you know, like working out. Everybody hears keto and how healthy it is. I think that, you know, in and out Burger, dude, you need to get on that. I'll be over there. Five guys come holler at me, dude. We'll, we'll make something out. Maybe make like a, a whipped avocado spread on there, some – Something real dank with some blue cheese, you know, just just get into it. Uh, oh, anyway, so the they're making these these crossover things where they're making like burger patties that are that are a quarter mushroom, you know, like they're they've done gone and and it's almost like they're they're just taking sausage and and just adding whatever they want. Now, you know, they're not just putting celery in there to unclog the grinder like they're they're throwing that in as as part of the meat to to make it a bit healthier. But now now we're going to have to to go and and do like a 23 and me on my burger just so I can know what's really in there. The all jokes aside, though, I think that that's a, a good, you know, way to balance out the burger and to get some other, you know, good good minerals and and vitamins and stuff that we need in there so that's definitely a cool a cool thing that that i'm seeing on the rise another thing that that's on the rise i mean that i'm sure we've all heard about is you know plant-based diets which they obviously they have their their benefits but with uh all these movies with like uh what's that one you know they have what the health came out and that one's got a lot of like you know i think proven studies that that they kind of skewed they just took the the parts that they wanted out of and and kind of try to force that on us i think one of their claims was that beef has as many carcinogens as a cigarette i think if that was the case you know they're anyways i don't want to get too too deep into that so with that and then what's that other one that just came out there's the game changer i think that one's on netflix if you want to go check that out, it's got a couple cool people. It's got some, you know, UFC fighters, some other athletes on there. Uh, and like I said, I think that one too has some claims that, that aren't exactly a hundred percent. I mean, they're definitely biased, I guess, to say the least, but you can definitely go. You can definitely do a plant-based diet. I mean, who, I think Nate Diaz, you know, I mean, he just had a pretty rough fight, but I think Nate Diaz is, you know, completely vegan so i could understand the rise of of plant-based diets but i just feel you know it's definitely harder to to get everything that you need you know one thing that that a lot of people don't talk about or don't think about is what's called bioavailability and that's 
how much nutrients you actually get out of something that that you're putting in your body. Okay, just because something on the package, you know, says that it's 10 grams of protein, you know, albeit whether it's chickpeas or a ribeye, the actual what they call bioavailability of that, and that's how much your body actually retains or can process from from that protein, uh, it, it varies. And it's from what I've heard um, – I can't, I can't really cite the, what I heard it on. It may have been Ben Greenfield's podcast, but from what I've heard is, uh, actually, no, there's just some studies that I was looking up after hearing this on the Game Changer. There's, um, there's studies that show that when you eat some proteins, I mean, and the majority of them plant-based, like when you eat plants, that you only actually retain about 50% of of those proteins in some of them. Now I'm not I'm not saying this, you know, as my studies, these are things that that I've looked up and and heard online. I think I was a uh, going through an on it article and then it kind of led me down this rabbit hole of plant-based diets and stuff. Anyway, so that's on the rise, which don't get me wrong, going to a full plant-based diet is much better than going to to Carl's Jr. for their impossible burger, you know. Get out of that. Get get out of that habit. Who, whoever's listening right now, if you take one thing from me, please stop going to fast food. Unless it's in and out. You know, holla at me in and out. Well, <laughs> we'll make a keto burger. We'll we'll do it. Uh, some Yelp trends that that they released. I mean, it's very it's definitely interesting to go go through and look, and you can see like the rise and and the the descent of of certain things and where food trends have. Have gone. One thing that's staying tried and true is uh, Mexican food just continues to to be on the rise. the The number one most searched restaurant in the fat the past five years, every year, you know, from 2019, 18, 17, 16, 15, and I think 2014 too. I don't remember how far back the study went. I mean, or the not the study, but I don't know how Yelp how far back they showed. But the, the most searched restaurant in the fast five years running is Starbucks. I mean, I think a, a quick Google search could do it. Why is somebody yelping Starbucks? Like, I mean, I guess maybe they really want their protein, their little protein plate that they have with the, the eggs and the salt and pepper. Uh, number two, since 2016, has been McDonald's. Like, who's yelping McDonald's to... Like, what are they saying? Oh, do they do their big and tasty right? You know, I went to this other McDonald's and they just, they just, they gave me a chicken. I ordered a big and tasty, or I don't even think they do big and tasties anymore. A quarter pounder and they gave me a chicken, you know. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I think I said this in my other podcast. There's something about a McGriddle that it just, I remember when McGriddles came out. Like, I think it was the first time. McDonald's has been through some, some things. McDonald's, you know, dude, you guys need to step it up. Do a fucking, do a damn keto burger. Do somebody, do some healthy stuff, you know? They had salads before. Do they still do salads? Uh, Chick-fil-A made a spike to number three this year. We need to change this. We need to, I mean, I think Chick-fil-A came up. Are they the ones with the chicken sandwich that everybody's fighting about? You know, like that's, they're literally causing a riot for, for this chicken sandwich. Uh, maybe I'll have one of my guests. We'll do it. Hey. You know, Chef Corey, Justin, Mike. Let's uh, let's get down. We'll do a we'll do a Chick Fil A chicken sandwich. 
you know, crack the internet. Another, another thing, trending topic, trending search 2019, street corn. Now, don't get me wrong, everybody's on to us, you know, us in Southern California, maybe parts of Texas have, have had this for a while, thanks to, you know, Mexico and their influence, but I just think it's funny that the elote man, you know, the street corn guy, the little dude in in his in his cart with his his refrigerator has a Yelp. Like, who's who's reviewing? Who's who set up the page first? Because I no no offense to anybody who's my street corn guy, dude. Hey, the elotero needs the freaking. You just stay on my block. We're good. But who's yelping about? Oh man, their mayonnaise. The mayonnaise on this on this street corn today was not quite. Lemony enough. I normally like more acidic properties to my my street corn, and I think that when he gave me the cheese and the hot sauce, he didn't give me enough hot sauce. Maybe he was discriminating, and I just think it's it, it it'd be funny. Just somebody whoever's yelping these street corn guys, you know, do me a favor and let's get one of them in the top five. You know, top five restaurant, and just. Keep yelping them. Let's give them five star reviews. I mean, he's doing great. They got the ice cream. They got what more? What more could you ask for? Uh, another thing that that has been, you know, on the rise and with good good reason is, you know, CBD. CBD's up there in Yelp searches. It's finally, I guess, made its way to to big America. I guess you could say, and which is good. You know, it's been. It's been about damn time, you know, if, if if you ask me. I mean, the studies the studies have been in. People people have been knowing about CBD, and for whatever reasons that it gets stifled, you know, if I'm sure everybody can argue the case for its bad values, whatever whatever they can find. But like I said, I don't think they're finding very much, especially now that you can, at least where I live. I mean, you can go and you see CBD in in the gas stations in smoke shops and I'm pretty sure that one of those one of those street corn guys was out there just peddling, you know, C B D vapes. Uh and they were legit ones too. Plastic on them, you know, still in there. Gold seal of approval. I'm pretty sure, you know, some of them had a Planet Fitness sponsorship and they were just out there slanging slanging little C B Ds. Oat milk, you know, something that I'm not too not too versed in. It's not something that that I've you know given given any any chance to. But definitely with the the fall of soy, um, which I've always been kind of you know against soy and not like I said not for any research that I've done myself, but just things that I've that I've heard and read about you know the bad properties of soy. Uh, I guess that it has you know causes men little chesticles to to kind of grow out of proportion, which, hey, don't get me wrong, some dudes might like, you know, you could, your wife might be into it. I would maybe even ask her, you know, before you start going on a soy regimen, maybe before you go full plant-based, just ask your wife, hey, you know, are you okay with me with some competition in the household? You know, are you okay? <laughs> Can we start sharing each other's bras? But I kid, I kid. So, you know, what I'm looking up right now, oat milk is the most popular non-dairy milk alternatives on the market right now. Between its natural sweet and nutty flavor, so creamy texture, and laundry list of 
purported health benefits, it isn't hard to figure out why everyone, lactose intolerant or not, is opting to order their latte with oat milk right over the regular stuff. Um, I remember the almond milk. I think almond milk's kind of falling away. If you ask me, sometimes when I get almond milk, it's a little too sweet. So I kind of I kind of don't do well with dairy. Uh, I know that some people argue it's it's you know benefits, and I'm not I'm like I said I'm not I'm not versed enough to to have a real a real say in this. Um, restaurant food trends on the rise, uh, avocado toast, you know, avocado toast is good. You know, people, people are doing it from everything from, like I said, just smearing avocado out on toast, a little bit of salt saying, here you go. I mean, we could even, you know, school lunches, you want to do it, dude, we'll do half a wheat and half a white, you know, that way these little kids who apparently can't figure it out. We'll, we'll have something to talk about. So they do everything from that to cool little avocado, avocado whip with some microgreens on there. Uh, another thing that, which up until maybe last year I never even tried was boba tea, which is, or bubble tea, which I've never had bubble tea, but I wonder, they must be similar because they're in the same, same thing, at least according to, to this article right here. So, what they're saying is boba tea and bubble tea have been steadily rising since 2010 and on and are on the track to be one of the biggest trends of 2019. So, you know, holler at your local Froyo place. Uh, I see they normally kind of pair those together. This one kind of is kind of funny to me because breakfast and brunch have been rising steadily since 2005, continue to rise through 28 when it dipped slightly. Which, okay, so I think that mainly they're talking about brunch. Like, when did breakfast fall off? I mean, you may know that I have some, some reserves on this matter, you know, me coming, getting my humble beginnings in an American cafe, but, but when I, I think that mainly they're talking about brunch. Brunch has definitely been on the rise, but I don't, I don't think breakfast ever, ever came and caught us by storm. I think most people were, were on to, to breakfast and, and I mean, even, even now, like I don't, I really believe intermittent fasting has. It's not for everybody. Okay, well, just start by by full full disclaimer. You know, not everybody's body reacts the same way. But intermittent fasting, I, I stand by. I do a daily regimen of intermittent fasting, and I sprinkle in you know three twenty four hours fasts in in a month. Sometimes I mess up, but at least that's this is what I aim for. You know, you gotta have something to aim at. So even with, you know, intermittent fasting and, and all its benefits and all its, you know, fattiness and I mean fad, like, like a fad, you know, like a, like parachute pants, not, not fat, like fat, like avocado. So even though like intermittent fasting, you can say it's fat, it's with the keto, it's on, it's piggybacking on that. I, I feel great. There's a lot of, you know, documented benefits of it. But even with that breakfast, now breakfast is my man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not slacking on breakfast at all, dude. I'll eat breakfast any time of the day. I'll eat breakfast at 2 p.m. I'll eat breakfast at 10 p.m. I'll eat breakfast at 7 a.m. You know, I try to eat fast all the time though. Celery juice, the next item here, definitely, definitely hit a peak in in 2019. You know, I think I think we've all seen it on social media. You've probably known somebody who's 
giving it a shot. I don't know if those people are still out there. Hey, man, if you're still out there and you've been juicing and you're like, oh, man, you know, we're still we're still doing this. We've been doing this for months. You know, just, just let me know. Let me know how it's going. I like I would really like a, an update on that. Uh, next trending topic right here. And again, this is all, you know, from Yelp's uh, data. Impossible Burger, which we kind of touched on earlier, was nearly non-existent before 2016, but spiked in 2018 and is on the track to be one of the biggest food searches of 2019. So nothing wrong with that. You want to go plant-based? Cool. Don't do it at Carl's Jr. Well, just don't – if they, they got to package it better, maybe, you know, because I'm over here in the beginning. I got to make my mind up. I'm in the beginning saying in and out, holler at me. We'll do some keto stuff, but – and then I'm telling you not to go the keep the the healthier. That might be the healthiest thing that Carl Jr. has to offer. I don't know. But you're not gonna get happy. You're not gonna make your body happy putting, you know, stuff that's processed on there. So go with the impossible burger, but maybe try it at home. You know, we'll we'll show you how, we'll show you some good techniques. If there's things you're scared about, you know, just let us know. You know, hit us up, social media, leave me a comment. Or uh there's voice messaging. You can send me a uh, audio message through Anchor. I think they're the ones who are doing it. I'm not sure if op- Apple and Spotify have got up on that trend yet. Next item, Mexican cuisine. Steadily risen over the last 15 years. Like I said in the, earlier, Mexican food. I don't know. There's something about it, though. You can you can almost go to every town, at least here in California, from what I've noticed. And there will be a comparative amount of burger places to Mexican places, like as many fast food joints as you have, Mexican places, maybe even two more, two more Mexican places than that, this one, I don't know if I can really get down on, but you know, you got to give the people what they want, that's the first rule of journalism, uh, themed cafes have been steadily rising since 2014, now the only cafes, the only themed things I can think of are some that I've seen down near Hollywood, and that's, you know, Ones where you can bring your pets in there. I mean, there's, you know, some chefs who have literally fallen, not fallen, forgive me for that. There's some chefs who have taken the route of just going out there and wanting to cook, cook for some dogs. And hey, man, I love my dog. I give my dog raw food. My dog's on a raw food diet. We're uh, not exclusively raw food, you know, but we can maybe touch more on that later. Give me a pet chef. Hey, pet co, holler at me. We'll, we'll do it. This is just a shout out episode, I guess. Uh, Restaurant and food trends on the decline. New American has steadily declined, rising slightly in 2015 before continuing to decline. So no offense to anybody out there who's a New American uh, chef, New American cuisine. I did read somewhere the other day that uh, I think West African or South African food's coming in. So maybe maybe take your New America and and just take some – African influence into it, you know, like like our ancestors may have done, <clears throat> you know, not a bright time. Uh, hell is definitely real, and I think that whole time, hashtag thank you Jordan Peterson. Anywho, slightly off topic again. So, uh, oh look, see, another thing that's on the decline, all day breakfast. Searches peaked in 2015, decreased until 2016, and have been a slowly rising. See, I don't know. I hope I'm not the only one out there, but like I said, I can eat, I can eat some eggs all day, and I don't know what it is about hash browns, man. I'll commit sins for some hash browns. I'm, I'm definitely on the keto thing, so when I eat potatoes, 
it's a, it's a love hate thing in my mind. It's like an abusive relationship in my mind. They're better than they are. I remember them being so good. Like, Oh, you know, he's, he's really nice when, when no one else is around. And that's how it is with the hash browns. Like I really dig them in my head. I'm like, man, I really want some hash browns. Take a couple bites. And then, you know, I can, I can kind of already feel it gumming up my stomach, but all day breakfast. Let's bring it back. Uh, rainbow foods dipped in 2006. Though the rainbow grilled cheese spiked in 2018 and rainbow bagels spiked in 2016. So rainbow foods on the decline. I mean, all that. I don't even know how they're doing it. I don't, I don't want to know. I think that. Yeah. So rainbow foods next. Soy milk. Okay. Kind of touched on this. Unlike its other alternative milk counterparts spiked in 2007 and has been steadily declining. So soy, I think. I think people are looking for a new, you know, a new lover, like, and to anybody out there with soy farms, you know, just stick to Kikumin and, and the soy sauce, apparently. Uh, spam declined sharply in 2005. That's all they said. Spam gets five words, and one of them is spam, so they get a four-word description. Unicorn foods peaked in 2017 and have been declining in mentions since then. I'm not really sure what what unicorn foods exactly are. So I don't know if how much I can really, really touch on it. Uh, but apparently they peaked two years ago and just have been declining ever since. Uh, it's apparently unicorn toast though is the colorful breakfast you didn't know you needed. So, and <laughs> full disclosure. Oh yeah. See, look at that. Use natural food diets. Full disclosure, that was a line from Teen Vogue. I cannot take credit for that. They're the ones, they're the ones killing it out there. So that's uh, kind of what I wanted to go over. I was just kind of messing around, looking through through Yelp. Uh, another thing that that I'm still I'm still very much a fan of, and it's looking right here, like Yelp is saying their biggest spike in popularity was in 2014, but that's ramen. Now, ramen's great. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, I love the, the versatility of it. I think soup could, I could live off soup probably. You know, I don't know. It's definitely one of my favorites. Very flavorful. So ramen spiked in 2014. I know that there's plans for a ramen shop to be open sometime soon. They're building a new little plaza in, in Paso Robles. And they're just building everywhere around here. I don't know, the highways, the cities, apartment complexes. I don't, I, I don't know if it's just me, but if you guys are seeing all this construction, let me know. Hit me up. Let me know how it's bothering you, if it's affecting your commute, or, or if it's giving you know you and yours some some much needed work in when I know these months can be a little slower for that type of job. So ramen spiked in 2014. It looks like in 2015 a sampler platter was spiking. Like who wins? I don't I don't remember that being being a trend. 2017, Poke Bowls. You know, I remember that that being a trend. I remember Poke Shops popping up all over the place. I think in 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 2017, I think we even had a an ahi on our appetizer that could have been kind of described as a pokey, but I mean, we did it nice. You know, made it made it elegant, little tower, pretty pretty good stuff. So this time last year, a uh, sushi burrito was a thing. I remember that. And also a cake donut. 
I never really got a cake donut or a sushi burrito for that matter. Uh, we looks like it goes all the way back to 2012 when microbrew really spiked up. Uh, I like to hope that we had some influence on that with you know <clears throat> Firestone being being local. Holla holla at Firestone and Barrel House on the up and coming. Barrel House is doing great things. Uh, they got a. I just saw online today. I'm not sure if it's bourbon aged brew that's coming out or something, but something's coming out cool. November 29th from from Barrel House. Um, I don't I don't remember what it is. I do not represent Barrel House, but I do like what they do out there. And I know that there's some other micro brews around here. Forgive me for not for not you know bringing you up. It's not because I don't love you. I love all you guys. So. That's about it, man. That's all I have. Uh, stay on the lookout. I'll keep you guys updated. If there's things that you want to hear me talk about, things that that you want to hear me ask some of those chefs that I mentioned before. Like I said, we got Chef Mike. Thank you. Chef Justin. Thank you. Chef Corey. Thank you. And Chef Laurent. Thank you, too. You know, we're, uh, we're excited here. We're excited here at Chef's Talking Chop. Uh, I hope they're excited. We're going we're gonna to make this great. And we are out. Thank you.